The word guru comes to us from uh, ancient Indian Sanskrit language through more recent Indian languages such as Hindi and Punjabi. It means a kind of teacher originally, but it's very remarkable how exactly this word for a non-white kind of teacher has come to mean a manipulative, deceitful, dangerous kind of teacher, as opposed to, for instance, uh, the Latin-derived word doctor, which also means a kind of teacher. If you're a doctor, a white teacher, then you have social status and validity behind what you say. But calling someone a guru or a self-appointed guru, you know, a non-white teacher, that means that there's something fundamentally flawed, even dangerous, about your knowledge. So I just need to make this disclaimer before before telling you to not think of me as that kind of cult figure that is sometimes labeled a guru, a person who holds some amazing superior truth. I totally, most definitely are not that kind of person. I'm very decidedly a regular dude. I'm a Generation X hippie. I smoked pot and listened to Rage Against the Machine as a teenager. I have middle middle class background. I had to struggle to get into educations, but not because I had to fight myself up from some underprivileged background, but because I was too wild and disorganized to get particularly high grades. There's a lot of stuff that I'm not good at. My knowledge is very limited. I regularly go back and look at earlier videos and feel bad at ease at some stuff that I've said. Sometimes I've been thinking that perhaps it should be changed somehow or even I should make a video correcting my own former mistakes. Uh, And you're very, very welcome, by the way, to point out to me if I'm saying something that's incorrect. What I do have is a perspective, a perspective on knowledge that's already there. This perspective, it springs from academic work, uh, even though it also moves outside, outside academic ways of thinking or in the borderlands of academic ways of thinking. And that in itself is fine, I think. Scholarly perspectives are only one way of operating knowledge, but it actually risks compromising the validity of what I do if I end up being treated like some sort of cult figures. I don't use the term guru because, as I said here, I think using this word as a denigrating label, label sort of against someone else, is ethically and analytically a problematic kind of judgmentalism because it doesn't only actually express a Euro-modernist chauvinism towards the knowledge of actual gurus in those Indian traditions whose knowledge keepers are called gurus. Calling someone a guru is basically a racism-colored way of saying, my knowledge is superior and yours is inferior. So let me say it like this. I'm not a cult figure. I'm a teacher. I spend my life in education systems. But please don't think of me as the holder of some superior truth of sorts. What I do have, what I do have is an important perspective. A perspective that, in fact, is too damn important to be undermined if people start thinking of me as some sort of truth-owning cult figure of sorts. It's also too damn important to be bogged down in university systems and academic language, which often makes sure that Uh, knowledge doesn't actually impact the world and touch the world. The perspective is this. We live with this weird assumption that it's only if you belong to an indigenous, marginalized group that you can claim this kind of 
culture of land connectedness and kinship with the other than human, which would lay the ground for a way of creating human community in the world that is less omnicidal than the present apocalyptic attack on all life that we know as industrialized consumerism. The assumption that you only have this kind of knowledge in your cultural heritage if you belong to colonized marginal groups is strange. It's unfounded and it's quite simply wrong, factually and ethically. We all have cultural background where we find this sort of knowledge. And if we use contemporary thinking and contemporary scholarship as is being developed by animist scholars and indigenous thinkers, when we, if we use that kind of thinking to look at Euro-descended cultural heritage, then we can uncover and recover the ways of dialoguing with this culture through carefully, but also playfully actually engaging cultural history and activating these ways of knowing into our own time. And that is what I'm trying to do on this channel. This is sometimes difficult. At times it's like a balancing act. Sometimes it gives me insights that would be very strong also in a, in a strictly academic uh, scene. It also happens that I later realized having said something stupid. So what I'm doing on this channel is not canonical in any way. It's also not peer-reviewed like you'd be likely to find if you look at an institution of higher education or if you look in academic uh, journals. It's not, acad it's not academia in that way. It's more like a public brainstorming that circles on a specific academic perspective and tries to outline it, test its borders and develop it. And this is how you should think of, of this channel here. Public thinking, open-ended, sometimes playful, reflections on recovering Euro-traditional animist knowledge of how to practice animist kinship with the world in order to develop more sustainable ways of being in the world, not some kind of cultist dictation of truth. Yeah, I just felt I needed to say that. See you all around. So I just 